Lighthouse Live is pre-recorded before a live audience. Welcome to Lighthouse Live, the radio voice of advancing vibrant communities. Our mission is to motivate believers to move out from the four walls of the church to personally serve the needs of their neighborhoods. Get ready for a no-holds-barred, honest look at the Christian lifestyle the way Christ commanded it to be. All that and more coming right up here on Lighthouse Live. And good evening to you, Pastor Mike Douglas here. Welcome to Lighthouse Live. So good to have you with us. And, of course, uh, we have our predecessor with us, the inimitable Mr. Owl with us. Uh, however, uh, our co-host and uh, producer, Elaine Harlan, a little bit under the weather tonight, so you're going to have to uh, suffer with me, sorry to say, uh, here, here at the top of the broadcast. A couple of notices. Our good friends at Youth for Christ just uh, sent us a message. Uh, the uh, Youth for Christ of the Central Valley needs to let you know that its 19th annual spring banquet has been rescheduled for Thursday night, April 6th. That's being rescheduled again Thursday night, April 6th. Um, the the original uh, date had to be changed due to circumstances beyond their control. Uh, if you have further questions, please give them a call at the Youth for Christ office, 209-522-9568. That's 209-522-9568 for further information or to reserve your seats. Again, the rescheduled night is Thursday night, April 6th, 6 p.m., Bethel Church in Modesto. Again, that's the Youth for Christ uh, banquet. That comes up Thursday night, April 6th, 6 p.m., at Bethel Church in Modesto. And as we get started tonight, uh, we just want to thank so much our friends at Habitat for Humanity. Uh, about a week and a half ago, we were just absolutely thrilled and honored to be part of their annual blank, uh, banquet and uh, to receive a, uh, a very nice award for them for the partnership that we do. And, and you know, friends, as we look at, at John 17 and, and Christ's prayer, that we'd all be one and that we would be working together as the body of Christ. You know, Habitat is just a prime example of that, and it's a great privilege for us to be able to partner with them so closely. And again, just our, our thanks for the privilege and the blessing of being able to work with those folks at Habitat for Humanity, and uh, again, our sincere thanks for the great honor that uh, that you gave us the other night. A couple of uh, opportunities also within the county to look at from the United Way Volunteer Center. We'll get to those in just a minute. A little later on today, we'll be uh, reintroducing an old friend. Well, you're not old, but a, a friend of mine uh, for a long time, uh, Dave Shackelford. We have served in ministry for, uh, I don't know, about 10 years now, right? Been almost a Don't decade since we uh, since we met. So uh, Dave will be along to talk about a great ministry called Christian Braze, and we'll be uh, really uh, taking that ministry and, uh, and uh, really uh, giving you some insights on the inner workings, how it works, and how you can pray for the ministry, and most importantly, how you can support this wonderful, wonderful uh, ministry that we have in our midst here in the uh, in the Central Valley. Joining Dave tonight will be Patty Zasky. Uh, again, uh, Patty and I uh, had the opportunity to minister together for many years in marriage ministries, and so this is kind of like old home night here at, Adva- at uh, Advancing Vibrant Communities, and 
and uh, and Lighthouse Live. So we'll be getting to them in just a second. Right now, though, before we do, let's check in on the international scene with our friends from Voice of the Martyrs. The Voice of the Martyrs presents The Overcomers. The situation for Christians in North Korea is dire. These brothers and sisters are systematically beaten, imprisoned, and starved to death. One Voice of the Martyrs field worker recently described a public execution of 18 Christians who worked with him. He said, a few months ago, government officers executed 30 people there in public. They had music playing and drove them through the streets so everyone in the city would come out and see what's going on. An officer who serves as judge and jury came forward, sentencing each one to death. The prisoners were then lined up and shot. Executions are not uncommon in North Korea, but what is even more unspeakable is that they are promoted as festive occasions. Pray Christians in North Korea will stand firm in the midst of persecution. Call 888-477-0085 to learn about the Voice of the Martyrs' work with those who suffer for Christ and ways you can help, or log on to persecution.com. And back with you here on Lighthouse Live, Pastor Mike Douglas with you. And, uh, you know, Dave, uh, we, we get a little bit, I think, complacent here in America. You know, we enjoy so many freedoms. And as we just heard here on The Voice of the Martyrs, you know, there, there are places in the world where uh, we meeting like we are right now, or even listening to a broadcast or even praying together can put our lives in danger. And we really are blessed here in, in, in America, aren't we, with it? That is so true, Michael. We take so many liberties for granted. Just the idea of going to church every weekend, uh, talking on the phone with a brother or sister. There's no military beating down the door. We are blessed indeed as Americans. Yeah, it's something I, th- I think we have the responsibility to uh, keep thanking God for. That's right. Uh, on, a, on a regular basis. Well, friends, we thank God for you and uh, the wonderful way that you are responding to the needs in the city. By the way, we are thrilled to announce that we now have 890 uh, volunteers, over 890 and counting. And uh, this just gives us more opportunity to reach out in the name of Christ and meet the needs of others. You know, friends, it's just so gratifying to see people in need with physical needs and then to come in contact with a brother or sister in Christ who meets those needs with no strings attached. That is such a powerful message. They see Christ in action and all of a sudden their idea of what the church is all about changes and certainly what Christ is all about changes as well. So we thank you for being part of that. And just a reminder, as uh, we take the ministry to the streets, we take Lighthouse Live to the streets as well. You're going to hear sirens and and buses and all that because we do the program here in the front room of uh, of ABC uh, to reflect our commitment to be out in the community meeting its needs. Speaking of that, here are a couple of more opportunities for you. This from the Volunteer Center of the United Way. You can help build homes alongside low-income families while they build their dream home ownership with Habitat for Humanity in Stanislaus County. We mentioned Habitat before. They need all kinds of volunteers, skilled and unskilled. Unskilled, that'd probably be me there, uh, Dave, unskilled. But <laughs> anyway, uh, they can assist in all, all areas of house construction and clean up under the trained supervision of, uh, of a Habitat for Humanity uh, mentors while they build homes and hope. They're currently building homes on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays in Modesto and Turlock. They also, however, need clerical volunteers that can assist staff Monday through Friday between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. They have training. They also need uh, volunteers at their ReStore, which is just a wonderful place as well. And uh, we encourage you to pray about that opportunity. 
Also, if you like pets, friendly pets and their human counterparts are needed to visit seniors in convalescent hospitals and care facilities throughout uh, our area for the Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, and they have a pet outreach program. Uh, volunteers accompany their pets as they socialize with residents and facilities throughout the community. Now, of course, that assumes, I think, that you have docile pets. I don't think my dogs would quite qualify for this. I don't think so. No, I've you, seen your dog. You've seen my dog. You've been uh, exposed to my dog. This probably wouldn't have a calming effect. I've been on attacked people. by your dog. That's right. Well, if you have dogs that are a tad calmer than mine, uh, we encourage you to be part of that. Again, that's through the Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals and their Pet Outreach Program. And uh, the wonderful folks at Community Hospice need your help as well at their Hope Chest. Volunteers can obtain merchandising skills while they sort, price, and cashier at any of three stores in Modesto and the newest location in series. Uh, you have to be able to lift heavy boxes and items that are specially needed. Uh, there's volunteer shifts throughout the week, Monday through Saturday, between 8.30 and 6 p.m. Again, that's Community Hospice Hope Chest. If you're interested in any of these opportunities, we encourage you to call Barbara Borba at the United Way Center and the Volunteer Center at United Way, 209-524-1307. That's 209-524-1307. Barbara's extension is 113. Again, that number again, 209-524-1307, extension 113. And please mention that you heard about this through Advancing Vibrant Communities and Lighthouse Live Radio when you call. And just a reminder, friends, uh, we have a litany of uh, opportunities to serve out there for you every day. You just have to check our website at www.vibrantcommunities.org. That's vibrantcommunities.org. And click on the daily update page. There will be a little flashing red icon there. Just click on that. It'll take you to the daily update page, and we post new opportunities to serve all the time on the website, and uh, we'd be privileged to help connect you with one of those opportunities. Right now, let's check in with uh, a quick Legal Edge Minute with our friends from the Pacific Justice Institute. It's time for the Legal Edge, a look at your rights as a Christian, a parent, and a citizen. And now, with a look at what's happening on the legal front, the president of the Pacific Justice Institute. Brad Dacus. Could a grad student lose an important internship just because she shared her faith during lunch? What happened recently near Los Angeles, where a young woman working on her master's in social work dared to share her faith with co-workers. You see, she was careful to voice her religious beliefs during lunch breaks, after hours, and when asked by her supervisors about her personal beliefs. But apparently, that was too much for her supervisors, and as a result, she lost her internship. But that's not the end of the story. You see, the Pacific Justice Institute has now filed a federal lawsuit on her behalf and will be working to ensure that free speech isn't put on pause during graduate internships. To find out more about The Legal Edge, call 916-857-6900 or log on at pacificjustice.org. And just a reminder, friends, that website is absolutely incredible. It's www.pacificjustice.org. Dot org And by the way, from our area, you can call them toll-free, 1-800-593-52. Nope, that's the wrong phone number, isn't it? I'll get the right one for you in just a second. You know, Dave, we're, um, you know, you're much older than I am. What, by you know, three I, weeks? I, or, Michael, or, I am really not that much older. It's, it's by <laughs> well, three weeks, it's, I think. It's been an like ugly that. rumor for many years. But actually, we're, we're, we're about halfway to 100 now. That's and you right. know what? I'm beginning to forget stuff like phone numbers. That's worrying. I'm sure you're not, though, because... What was your name again? Yeah, that's... (laughs) 
Fred, or no, that's Patty's husband. Uh, that's Fred, Patty's right? husband. Yeah. All right. Well, before I get myself into more trouble, let's talk about uh, Dave, uh, a ministry that God has just recently called you to, and uh, this has had a long history in our uh, valley. And I think uh, you know, with the equipping and the skill set that God has given you, there's a a whole new vision uh, coming to Christian Braves, and uh, some great new things will be happening. But Dave, bring us up to speed on what Christian Braves is all about and how it's impacting our community. You know, first off, Michael, it's a, a joy to be here with you tonight and to represent the Lord Jesus Christ and Christian Berets. Uh, Christian Berets is 35 years old, almost as old as you and I, uh, founded by uh, Don Crooker, uh, a Amen. great man of God. Yeah. And really the bottom line has been for 35 years to share the gospel with those who are differently abled than you and I. They may have a emotional, physical, developmental, mental, spiritual need, uh, like you and I, and our goal for the past 35 years and for the years to come is to share the gospel with them through camps and retreats and activities at our conference and retreat center, but also in the valley. It's a super time for us to target and serve and reach out to the differently able people with their families and, and meet those needs that some folks just are not really meeting nowadays. In fact, some people don't want to... Uh, to connect with, to touch, to reach out and care for those that may be different than them. A lot of reasons for that. So it's a joy to stand in a gap and to care for people who are differently able all around us. You know, I think uh, in, in our society, but especially in the church community, uh, Dave, that that dynamic has changed somewhat, hasn't? So, you know, say if, if we went back uh, maybe 30, 40 years ago, you know, a lot of churches didn't have access uh, to to programs that could benefit those who are differently abled. And, and uh, you know, here's something that's been going for a couple of decades. And I would say really that Christian Berets in, in some ways was uh, kind of ahead of its time, wasn't it? You know, it really was. I think Christian Berets was on the cutting edge some 35 mm-hmm. years ago. There weren't a lot of people out there doing what Don uh, Crooker had in his mind to do in terms of a vision to build a place up on a mountaintop where people could come who were differently abled, hear about Jesus, and really have a, have a super camping experience anchored in the Word of God and the truth mm-hmm. of God. Uh, you know, there wasn't, uh, it wasn't that long ago when they would take differently abled people and put them in an institution, yeah. let alone have a specialized ministry to the differently abled in local churches. So you're right on target. Uh, this is cutting-edge ministry. But uh, thank God it's happening more and more around the world. Amen. Friends, we're visiting uh, tonight with my fellow shepherd, Dave Shackelford. We're talking about Christian Braves, and in a few minutes we'll be introducing you to a longtime friend as well, Patty Zasky, who's uh, been able to reap the benefits and also invest in uh, as a participant in what you're doing. Just a reminder, you're listening here to Lighthouse Live, sponsored by Advancing Vibrant Communities. And just to show you that I haven't lost it totally, I did remember the telephone number for the Pacific Justice Institute. If you want to give them a call, it's one 9129 That's one 9129 And by the way, friends, we thank you so much for joining us, whether you're on our radio waves this, uh, this evening or joining us by uh, the podcast network on the Internet all over the world. Thank you so much for being with us here on Lighthouse Live. Dave, as we're talking about uh, services to the different 
differently abled. And, uh, you know, again, uh, we, we think Christian Berets probably was way ahead of its time and cutting edge uh, 30, 30 years ago or so uh, when, when this started. What has happened over the years? Has, uh, has the vision changed a little bit? Uh, has, uh, has the, have the emphases changed as, uh, as we've learned new things about how we can interact with the differently abled and especially how we can be good resources to the parents? You know, our vision at Christian Berets has remained constant. It has not changed whatsoever in 35 years, and in my heart, it will not change at all, though we're laying down a, a new master plan for ministry development and for the expansion of our conference and retreat center. Our focus will stay targeted on bringing and sharing the gospel, the Lord Jesus Christ, with the differently abled people and, and bringing a, a, a balanced life to those individuals in a, in a fresh and dynamic way. Uh, so we are not going to change our focus, and I rejoice in the fact that it has not changed for Amen. 35 years. Wow. That's incredible. We live in, in a microwave culture where loyalty changes and where the stuff of life changes all of the time, and, and we will remain constant. You know, our core values really have remained the same through the years, uh, compassion, friendship, acceptance and encouragement mm. a lot more but those are four biggies and that's what we're all about at christian berets i would imagine uh, now you've been with him for a couple of months now and i, and I know you've been associated with uh people who've worked of course our, our mutual friend don crooker you know right. one of the founders there but uh having been immersed now uh in this as the ceo for a couple of months what what is uh what what new things has god given you in terms of how you look at the ministry and uh, how you appreciate it, possibly in some new and different ways. You know, I, I uh, recall the day, unfortunately, Michael, when I, I was not as quick to reach out and connect with somebody who was different from me. Mm -hmm. In fact, I was a little bit, I, I'd pull back, a little bit reserved. So the one thing that God has done in my heart, having been a pastor for 25 plus years, but in the saddle at Christian Berets as the team leader for four months, is... Uh, uh, he, he did some work on my heart. I thought that my heart was okay uh, regarding mm. every individual on the planet. But I realized quickly there was a little bit of residue there where I was hesitant to to reach out and connect with people different from me. I remember the first uh, event I went to uh, in November, I went to a gathering with a lot of differently abled people. And my new friend, Eddie, came up to me. We began talking. And, and, and Eddie has a few challenges, and his teeth are crooked, and, and, and he's just a little bit different. He's he spit in my face a couple of different times. Mm. And, and I, I, I stood there, and I thought, I want to back off. Mm. But Jesus, what would you do? Mm. Because you are motivated by compassion and acceptance of every individual you'd press in. And so I literally found myself stepping into Eddie. And the, the thing that has helped me is to look at the Gospels. Who is Jesus? Mm. What is Jesus like? And to try and mimic or imitate him as I interact with people who are differently able from me. And another thing is I, I realize that, Michael, you and I are no different from somebody that's developmentally delayed. We just mm. have a, a something else that makes us differently able. Right. And when we have that mindset, I think that prepares us to minister uh, to each other with excellence. You know, uh, we're reminded biblically to let your gentleness be evident to all, and it's all. And uh, I think, you know, unfortunately, you know, in the Western church, we always haven't been as good as that as we should. 
And uh, it's wonderful to see today that, you know, those paradigms are starting to break down and, and a tremendous amount of progress is taking place. And I would imagine, uh, Dave, that there's some, you know, as I'm looking over uh, uh, some of the uh, staff that you're working with, you know, there's there's quite a there's at least two decades of experience there uh with with two of your staff people and uh, a lot of people have invested uh many many years of passion very quietly in in the background to help uh, make this work for christ and uh tell us a little bit about uh, your staff and and uh, how they serve your your uh constituency there you know one of the the awesome things about uh, being a servant leader is you are content to serve behind the scenes with little, if any, recognition. And we have a great full-time staff. Uh, Karen Gwynn is our office manager. She's been with us for 10-plus years. She really was key in breaking me in uh, as the new team leader. Um, Bryce Ringsby is our program director or our ministry director. He's been with us for 10-plus years as well. Uh, Brian Robeson, I've known Brian for probably 18 years and he is our conference and retreat center director, been with us as a volunteer for, for several years, but as a full-time employee for two-plus years, and me, the rookie, as the team leader or executive director for four months. And I just thank God for this team. Uh, we've been through some um, challenging years in the past four years mm-hmm. since the founder stepped, bo- stepped down and we had some interim leadership. But, you know, Karen, Bryce, and Brian, like, like true servant leaders, have come together, kept the ship afloat, and actually made progress. Uh, and it's been a joy to come alongside them as a new team leader and, and practice teamwork and watch what God is doing in us and through us, even, Michael, in spite of us. Amen. Well, you know, you'll have to be around Brian Robeson for just a few minutes and before you catch. Boy, just he's totally authentic. He you know, really what you is. see is what you get. And what a, what a gentle man. Michael really. is, uh, Michael, uh, Brian is real. He's transparent. Yes. He's the kind of guy that his emotions are on his shirt sleeves. Amen. And he, uh, he's gonna let, let you know what he thinks and feels right up front. Well, Dave, let's, uh, let's get into talking about some of the programs. And after the break, okay. I want to introduce you to Patty Zasky. And, uh, really, I'm looking forward to, uh, her comments because she's approaching this not only as a participant in the ministry, but as a mom. That's right. As well. And so we'll, we'll hear from her heart in just a few minutes. But give us a thumbnail sketch of some of the sure. different programs that are available. You know, Bryce Ringsby is our program director. And having been a pastor for 25 plus years, I don't like the word program. But we deal with pre-Christians yes, by and large, right. and so we really can't use the title ministry director or ministries. We use that word program. But everything that we do in terms of ministry or program is targeting the differently able people. And really the bread and butter of what we do happens in an intensive way in the summertime over the span of eight weeks. It's our summer camps, and we have summer camps that are uh, tailor-made for the autistic, uh, folks in a wheelchair, the blind, the deaf, uh, developmentally delayed, uh, you name it, any kind of uh, uh, differently able quality that an individual may have, we try and bring those individuals together in a camp setting where they will blend well together. And uh, so summer camps, uh, we have uh, one whole week where we get our, our student counselors ready, equipped, 
to care for the differently abled. And that's not small potatoes. Mm -hmm. There are some uh, important things they need to know and master to care for uh, individuals. Sometimes it's one-on-one attention, Michael. Other times it's two-on-one. So our summer camps are, are, are the bread and butter of our ministry. We'd love to expand that so that for four months in the summer, we have nothing but pure ministry in the camp setting. Mm. The rest of the year, we have what we call specialty retreats. We have a winter retreat, a family retreat, a ladies' <coughs> retreat, a men's retreat, and a Christmas retreat. We'd like to do more retreats. And those are for the differently able people and their families. And then uh, God has allowed us uh, to to rent out our, our expanding conference retreat center to churches, to families for reunions, uh, you name it, we will do that. Uh, otherwise, that, uh, that campus that sits on, on some beautiful 46 acres of wilderness would be empty and unused for ministry. So not only do we uh, uh, minister to the differently able, but to... Uh, to others who are out there with their own differently abledness. Uh, we do that. We have Bible studies uh, down here in the valley. We have something called Joy Explosion that meets once a month and King's Club once a month. It's really a time where the differently able get together, they hang out, they laugh, they sing, they do crafts. They just get together. It's not Bible study. It's, it's more fellowship for them. And then we have a, a choir called Joy Sounds, 30-plus yeah, participants, all differently abled. I went to the mall just a few months ago uh, for a Christmas carol time, and that was an awesome time to represent Christ alongside my mm-hmm. differently abled friends. You know, we go to work sites where the differently abled are employed, where they put together boxes or whatever. Uh, Production Unlimited is here in Modesto, and we visit uh, that work site, just hang out, bring donuts, uh, do whatever, have fun with, with the individuals there. We also have home and hospital visits so that they know we really care. We're mm-hmm. there to listen, to encourage, and to help. Those are a few of the programs and ministries that we uh, throw ourselves into to target and to reach the differently abled. Now, the name of the ministry is Christian Braves, but do you have to be a Christian to uh, participate as a-, a parent? Absolutely not. We've got a number of pre- what I call pre-Christian parents yeah who, because they need and want support of a ministry like us, they they get involved as a volunteer, as a mom, as a dad, uh, any number of ways. Uh, We may be Christian berets, but it's not limited to believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, we want to take the gospel to the lost or the pre-Christian. The way that we got our name Christian berets, uh, uh, I was always curious about it. And I didn't know how we got the name until recently. In fact, in my 16 years of pastoral experience in Modesto, I would find myself slipping and saying Green Berets more often than Christian Berets. But you know what? It's ironic because that's how we got our name. Really? The founder, Don Crooker, wanted to establish an elite army. Hmm. that would take the gospel and words of encouragement to differently able people differently able people and so instead of calling us the green berets or the navy seals or what have you an elite uh force for the lord jesus christ called christian berets and in fact in the early days in 1970 don and some buddies wore berets oh is that right just really? like the green berets <laughs> they just didn't carry weapons i guess their only weapon was the word of god amen amen well, Dave, you know, the Bible talks a lot about putting on the clothing 
of uh, compassion and kindness and and such. Paul reminds us that we need to wear that, and uh, in Colossians three especially, and talking about wearing the virtues or wearing the the character of, of of God really. And I would imagine that that's a lot of part of what you do. You know, a lot is uh, sometimes more caught than taught. And uh, I would imagine that uh, your staff, as they reach out uh, with no strings attached, just with the love of Christ, that that's got to have a high impact upon many of those very special young men and women that attend. Uh, That's right. I don't think you can do the kind of ministry we do as a team without love and compassion. That love needs to be unconditional, Mm. uh, selfless, sacrificial, no strings attached. And that compassion needs to come deep from within the gut, just like Jesus demonstrated love and compassion. Without that, you really don't have what it takes to minister to anybody. And, you know, I'm, I'm convinced that uh, oftentimes we uh, uh, are more impressed with uh, our appearance, our image, how we come across than the other guy. The focus must be on the other guy, whoever they are, mm-hmm. and we must demonstrate love and compassion because if we don't, They'll really sense the pretense. They'll see the facade. And I think that the differently abled are even more, uh, they have a, a keener sense of your authenticity or your lack of authenticity. Yes. They read right through you. That's right. you got to be the real McCoy. We really do. We need to be pure of heart and uh, really understand our relationship with God in order to have that kind of um, authenticity. And of course, that also involves transparency as well, uh, doesn't it? And sometimes uh, being able to give up. You know, some of the facades we often put on, and I think, as you said, Dave, that uh, many folks, especially in the uh, pre-Christian community, the unbelieving community, can sense when we're phony in a nanosecond. And these special uh, children, as as you say, uh, also can have a hypersensitivity to that as well. You mentioned before uh, some of your... uh, your counselors uh, that uh, I may not use the right word there, but that, that work. No, with, that's the word we use. What what uh, what type of qualifications do they have to have? What kind of training do they go through? You know, we have a, a very intensive week of orientation. It happens the week before our eight weeks of summer camp begins. And what we really do is we look for collegiate students. In fact, Bryce Ringsby, our program director, just came back from two weeks of recruiting mm. at nine different. Uh, uh, colleges in Southern California, Biola, Azusa, Westmont, Vanguard, several places going after Christian uh, men and women, collegians who would come, who would invest eight weeks in ministry to the differently abled. And we do go after people who have experience in their academics. There's a number of people who come, they're training to work with the differently abled. And, and they, some of them jump at the opportunity to come uh-huh. and to, to make a few pennies uh, doing this counseling work. And so we go after uh, students, and, and we they must be Christians. The counselors must be because we want to share the good news <coughs> with uh, all of our guests. Uh, and, and they've got to be sharp. We check them out thoroughly. Mm-hmm. But we do equip them in an intensive way for one week. What a great opportunity. And I would imagine it's almost a... Uh upper division or master's course in itself, serving in that role for eight weeks, right? Friends, we're talking uh, to my fellow shepherd, Dave Shackelford, and Patty Zaski will introduce to you in just a second. We're talking about Christian Berets, just a tremendous ministry here in the Central Valley. We'll be back with Lighthouse Live right after this. David W. Huff, a wonderful song, My Song of Praise. We'll be right back. Oh God. 
foundation. You are the rock that moves me. You are the rain that fills my soul. Whenever life seems heavy, I know you're more than ready to come and make my spirit whole. And this is my song of praise. Oh, Father of heaven, your glory fills the earth with your power and majesty. Nothing compares to your word. You are the rock that moves me. You are the rain that fills my soul. Whenever life seems heavy, I know you're more than ready to come and make my spirit whole. And then.
David W. Huff, my song of praise. You're listening to Lighthouse Live, and so uh, we thank you for joining us, whether you're joining us on the podcasting network around the world or the Internet or on the radio waves as well. Thank you so much for joining us. Just a reminder, friends, you can check in and uh, find out what's happening at Advancing Vibrant Communities and Lighthouse Live Radio by checking our website on a regular basis. It's www.vibrantcommunities.org. That's vibrantcommunities.org. And, of course, you can always give us a call at area code 209-544-9571. That's 209-544-9571. Tonight we're visiting with uh, my fellow shepherd, Dave Shackelford. And, you know, Dave, you and I kind of kept each other either in trouble or out of trouble for about 10 years as we were min- ministering together. And I, you really, I count it a privilege, you know, that uh, God has just blessed the opportunity for us to minister together. And, and in fact, Dave, you've been on Lighthouse Live a couple of times subbing for me in the past, and we we'll look forward to your participation in the future. And uh, another friend along with us, again, uh, we had some time to minister together in marriage ministries for, uh, I don't know, five, six, seven years ago, I think, uh, Patty Zasky. Patty, we welcome you to Lighthouse Live. So good Thank to see you, you again and Thank have you, you with us. Good to be here. I would imagine that you have some unique insights into uh, Christian berets because you're a mom and you have a son who's differently abled. And just give us a, a little bit of insight into the heart of a mom and uh, what this ministry has meant to you. Okay. Well, um, thank you for inviting me here tonight. It's just real, real, real privilege to be here. Um, my son is Randy Pierce, and he uh, is 32 years old. No. Yes. He can't be 32. I know. Is it? really? Isn't that oh, scary? Goodness. That means wow. I'm older, too, but that's No, okay. it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he was probably one of the... Well, he wasn't one of the first ones to attend Christian Braves, but when he was old enough, he began... And I believe that was around eight years old. So you can see he has been involved for many years. Mm, Um, It has been the most wonderful event in his life. He cannot wait for it to happen. He goes to everything they offer. (laughs) He goes to winter retreats. He goes to the summer camp. He has gone to um, travel camp as well as the regular camp in the past. something we don't do anymore, unfortunately. Maybe in the future. Yeah. And he, I mean, he counts the days when he can attend. He mm. really does. It's a, it's just so exciting. Um, he's gotten to know, obviously, the counselors that are there over long term. They all know Randy yeah. and he's very self-sufficient. He has Down syndrome and he does pretty well. And, um, they enjoy having him because he's pretty easy to be around and, and loves life. And I always ask him, what's your favorite part? And it's always the singing and the, mm. and he comes home singing all the songs, you know, the wonderful songs about Christ. And, um, I just can't say enough about the, the whole organization. I've, it has been such a gift for my family as, you know, giving us a break, mm. uh, which every parent needs. Yeah. Um, and we would always kind of, program our vacation around camp time and and that was a real gift because it's sometimes very challenging to find a babysitter in fact very challenging but um so it's uh, it's been a really a real gift from god for this whole ministry now i have an image of of randy and and was it randy that stood with his back to the basketball oh, net. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And He's from, famous for that. From a half court away, <laughs> backwards he made backwards the, made the net. Sunk it. 
Yeah. Right. That's right. I mean, that's, that, that's got to be a six pointer, you know. Well, and, and, it should be. You know, he, <laughs> about ten years ago, he was the halftime show at the Sacramento Kings. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. yeah it was very, very exciting. And you know, Michael, crazy? I know Randy Pierce. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a character beyond words. <laughs> and and the joy of my life, I'll tell you, you know, talk about God giving you full mm. circle because mm. I questioned why why did you give me Randy? Mm. You know, mm. it was it was a challenge and yet right now I'm a special ed teacher and I work with children birth to 5 and I feel like that's the gift that God gave me to give yeah. back to the families as to um mm-hmm. You know, there is a wonderful light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> Amen. You know, you know I, I would think, and maybe you can speak to this, Patty, as, as you, uh, you know, went back over 30 years ago when Randy was born, and, mm-hmm. and uh, you're facing uh, changes in your life, some major mm-hmm. paradigm mm-hmm. changes. Uh, important to know that there's some folks out there who can help you through mm-hmm. this and oh, not have to I'll do it on you. your own. Right? 32 years ago, we were one of those families that were told to put an Im- him in an mm-hmm. institution. Really? Is mm-hmm. that right? Wow. He would never learn to walk. He would never talk, and he would never be toilet trained, we were told by our pediatrician. Mm. Um, subsequently, we fired that pediatrician and moved on. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> and he remained at home. And um, it was just until two years ago that he has moved out of the home into a wonderful Christian um, home, mm. group home. And I'm very pleased with that. And he thinks it's wonderful to be away from mom who keep, kept a tight rein on him and you know, made sure he was doing the right thing. <laughs> well, and, and But he continues to do the right thing at the home, and I'm very pleased about that. But there was nothing back then, Michael, that's nothing. Right. That's right. Um, there was nothing. It was depressing. I mm. mean, I, I felt like the Lone Ranger, even though I knew I wasn't because there were other children out there. But um, even some of the moms didn't want to have play groups. They said, well, we don't really need that. And it's like, well, I need to talk to another mom. I need to. And I, I mm. was, I didn't have anybody. I had no family around. Mm. My husband was very supportive and, you know, he, I had, he had a two-year-old sister and Randy is one of twins. His, um, typically developing twin is married and, and has a baby. So, mm. you know, Randy, uh, has not gone that avenue. Um, <laughs> So we'll we'll see. But anyway, he's he does well now, and I'll tell you, I am so pleased with the families that I work with that I can point them to different Amen. agencies and organizations that are out there to help because there was nothing back then. Well, and, and Dave, I, I think you would agree with me that God has done a wonderful work through Patty. Absolutely. Uh, and, uh, and Fred in, in terms of uh, raising Randy in just an incredible way. And uh, I would imagine uh, that there were some times when you were just kind of on your knees or even prostrate before the Lord <laughs> saying, how am I going to do this? Yeah, yeah, it was tough. It was very mm. tough. Mm. But I, I just I love the encouragement that I can give other families right now. Um, just it's part of my job that I, I think I have a ministry that I get paid for. And it's pretty great. Now, for other moms and dads who may have a differently abled child and, mm-hmm. and maybe they're in the early years, right. um, you know, what, what hope would you give them? What kind of encouragement would you provide them right now? Well, I would ask them to seek out other peers, other moms and dads that um, have children with any kind of special needs um, and talk with them. And 
talk with with people that have been there mm. also i mean i it's where i feel that i that gift that i can offer is i've lived this life for 32 years and i can share what's hope what's worked what hasn't worked but what might be different for them as well but that's um right. meet with peers talk to other moms that to me that's just vital we have several support groups going on at our school where i work awesome. um and we have a Spanish-speaking support group, and we have a English-speaking That's support great. group. Mm. And they didn't have that when I was when Randy was yeah. little. And so I encourage them to reach out to whatever agency they can. Get connected with Christian Berets. Get connected with Special Olympics. Randy bowls twice a week. His high game is two o two. Really. He, well, he beat the pants plays off of me, soccer on Saturdays during wow. the season. Great? He plays basketball all the time, and he plays with, um, <coughs> you know, with uh, with them on Saturdays as well. Amen. So he just—he's very busy. I keep him very busy. He's very physically fit. And that's another thing I encourage these moms to do is to um, make connections with their church. If there isn't a group started, find out how that can happen, mm. you know, because, you, I mean, Randy has just he's loves singing worship songs. That's yeah. one of the highlights for him. You know, Dave, our expectations come so much into play here. Now, the expectation of your. Uh, mm-hmm. pediatrician 32 right. years ago right. was that Randy could never function hardly, mm-hmm. couldn't walk, couldn't talk, couldn't uh, be toilet trained. And, and yet here, you know, I remember him standing backwards to a basketball court, half a court away and sinking, you know, three pointers, pointers in an incredible way. Dave, I would imagine that you deal a lot with uh, expectations and how to give people new expectations. If uh, they're not familiar with this kind of uh, ministry, and I would imagine that as you set maybe the bar height high, you know, for some of these kids coming in where uh, they can have some good physical uh, activity, and it sounds mm-hmm, like this mm-hmm. is important, Patty. You know, what do you what do you do to set that bar height up a little bit so there are some challenges and and there are some things to shoot for? You know, one of the in terms of physical activity at our camps, the the most favorite day of the week, every week is Wednesday. We take the guests to Pinecrest Lake. Oh, oh yes, yeah. I forgot about they that. They do all oh, kinds yeah. of stuff. In fact, in our office, we've got a picture of Randy mm-hmm. when he was around, I think he was about 17 or so, and he's yeah, in a boat on Pinecrest Lake having the time <laughs> of his life. It. Oh, is that right? He's, he's driving, driving the boat. The boat. <laughs> but uh, all kinds of water activities up at Pinecrest mm-hmm. Lake. We have an athletic field, and we do activities there as well. Uh, the guests love arts and crafts. Mm-hmm. I mean, they put you and I to shame. Mm. You know, we draw stick figures, and they just at have best, a, at yeah. best, on a good day. And uh, so, in be- between uh, physical activity, sports, the arts and crafts, uh, that that's uh, one way we set the bar high mm-hmm. at our conference and retreat center. Um, and and just that one-on-one or two-on-one connection. Uh, this, the guests know they are cared for. They mm-hmm. know that their mm-hmm. friend at camp loves them with all their heart. And they have an awesome experience. Randy loves t- to sing and to worship. Uh, I-, I saw a picture the other day of an autistic little boy. And, and uh, the group was singing. And this little boy had walked up to the front, had his head against the speaker, and was just listening. Mm-hmm. With a big smile on his face. No. He wasn't singing, but he was enjoying the moment of worship. Mm. 
Dave, before we go too much farther, let's tell folks how they can get a hold of you and find more information about Christian Berets. You bet. We are Christian Berets, located at 1317 Oakdale Road, Suite 320 in Modesto, California, 95355. If you'd like to talk with one of us, you can get us at uh, this phone number, 209-524-7993. That's 209-524-7993. Love to talk with you. And uh, we'll just emphasize that is your corporate office. The camp is actually uh, up the hill there towards right. Pinecrest, mm-hmm. right? That's right. And, uh, again, that phone number, friends, area code 209-524-7993. That's 524-7993. We encourage you to call. And uh, let's talk a little bit about, uh, after the break here, how people can help you in uh, in this mission. We're talking with Dave Shackelford and Patty Zasky, representing Christian Braves. We'll be right back after this. Deep needs, deep hurts, spreading far beyond the government's ability to help. Children, single moms and dads, the elderly, disabled, the homeless. Yet, thousands of resources that can meet those needs are sitting right now in the pews and seats of our churches. The challenge? Activating those resources and connecting them with the people in need. We have a proven solution, advancing vibrant communities. We bridge the gap. We connect people and churches with opportunities to serve the needs of their neighbors. Pure, simple, proven effective, advancing vibrant communities. What's our motivation? Jesus' command in Matthew 22, 39, to love your neighbor as yourself. The church at large has a biblical mandate to serve the needs of the community. Advancing Vibrant Communities researches those needs, then finds volunteers with the skills and passions to meet those needs. The very first story that Mike told about AVC involved serving one of my church members whose needs I could not meet within my own community. And in that moment, God humbled me and asked me to open my heart and really listen. And as I saw the setup of the database, I realized that AVC is a wonderful partner with my own congregation. It helps us be more effective. This organization comes along and says, I'll do a lot of the groundwork and we'll discover the needs. And then those folks in your congregation who desire to be a part and who have these skills can volunteer. AVC partners with over 80 community and government agencies to help meet the needs of the city. We network with organizations like Habitat for Humanity, the American Red Cross, Salvation Army, the Area Agency on Aging, the School District, and the Police Department. Habitat and AVC is a perfect match in that we both have common missions of helping people get out of the four walls of the church, getting out into the community and helping others. AVC serves volunteers by finding ways for them to help others. AVC serves the needy through volunteer efforts with love, grace, mercy, and compassion. AVC serves churches by augmenting efforts to reach out and meet the needs of their neighbors. AVC serves businesses by helping create healthy neighborhoods, by connecting employees with opportunities to volunteer, and by providing opportunities to donate goods and services to legitimate needs in the community. You know, some of us can donate a little money, some a little time, some one or the other or both. It really touched my heart that 
these strangers were interested in me and what I needed in my life. You know, it's not only hearing it, but it's seeing them and it's being there in person and seeing the, the need that they have and hopefully being able to do something about it. I'll tell you, as you know, your chief of police in the city of Modesto, we need your help in the community making a difference. Volunteer, I know we can put you to work. And I, I promise you, if you get involved, you'll feel better. You'll be happier. How can we partner with you to meet the needs of our city? We ask you to consider monthly financial support and to help recruit more volunteers. Advancing vibrant communities, faith in action, pure, simple, proven effective, carrying out the biblical mandate to love our neighbors as ourselves. Thank you. And back with you here on Lighthouse Live, Mike Douglas with you, along with uh, Dave Shackelford and Patty, Patty Zasky. We're talking about Christian Braves, just a tremendous, tremendous ministry here in the Valley. And uh, Dave, you know, here at AVC, we're in the business of connecting volunteers and churches with opportunities to serve the needs of their neighbors. And I would imagine that you could probably use a few volunteers, right? Absolutely. Remember the old phrase, uh, many hands make light work? Amen. We need each other. And at Christian Berets, there's a number of ways that folks can volunteer, Michael. At the office, uh, you can help with mailers, stuffing envelopes and folding, filing, that sort of thing. In fact, we have about uh, eight volunteers coming in on Wednesday this week to help with a major mail-out. In terms of uh, the homes of the differently abled, we need volunteers who will go and visit, just uh, sit, listen, care, encourage, and pray. To keep the connection. To going, keep the right? connection. Bryce does that a lot. Uh, I call him our pastor. Uh, but, you know, I, I was talking with Bryce the other day. I'd love to multiply Bryce yeah, and have sure. umpteen Bryces out there that go to homes and hospitals. They visit, they listen, they care, they encourage, and they pray. And then up at the center, up on the mountaintop, we, we schedule regular work days. Uh, we do all kinds of projects up there. So special projects, work days up at the conference and retreat center. And then uh, in terms of... Uh, even some of the places where the differently able live with their moms and dads or special residences, oftentimes we're called upon to make repairs. Uh, and one of my thoughts when, when we started talking about your ministry is yes. how we can uh, roll up our sleeves together. And right. uh, Bryce literally, as our program director, has gone to repair toilets sure. or to fix a ramp or to do this or that. Yeah. And that's something that uh, you guys do a lot of. And we're going to so get Bryce and John about. together here. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do that. That's for sure. And, uh, and we're very bold here about uh, helping you raise uh, the resources that you need. Uh, you have any fundraising opportunities coming up? You know, that's uh, probably 25% of what I do, Michael. And, and we do have uh, some events coming up. There's two that have been around for quite a while. One is our breakfast bonanza. And I know how much you like to eat. I love to eat, too. I can get into breakfast. And you can get into breakfast. And they make good ones up at the camp, by the way. Well, this is going to be down here. Okay. So it might even be better. It's going to be at the Modesto (laughs) Covenant Church here in Modesto Mm -hmm. on Saturday, April 29th, 730 to 1030 a.m., uh, that's going to be one of our events. So uh, we have that breakfast bonanza every year. We have a pasta dinner in the fall as well. Uh, I'm doing, I'm introducing uh, th- four brand new events designed to raise funds for the ministry. The first happens on Saturday, May 20th. We, we're calling it our Covered Bridges Bike Classic. 
I'm actually going to ride a bicycle, Michael, from Ceres to Oakdale. No way. I'm, and back, and then I'm going to die. <laughs> there are some folks that will ride their bicycle from Ceres to the Knights Ferry Bridge. Yes. And to right. the other bridge. What is that? You remember the other bridge? Uh, uh, Roberts Ferry Bridge. Yeah. Uh, either a 60-mile round trip or wow. a 101-mile round trip. Me, I'm going to Oakdale and back, and, and that's going to be good. But That would we'll be about get, my speed there, I think. <laughs> you know, if they let me go around the, uh, around the block only, I'd do that, yeah. Michael. So. But I'll get sponsors, and other folks will get sponsors for that. We have a fun walk run coming up on either the 3rd or the 4th Sunday in June. That's not nailed down yet. Uh, we're going to ha- catch, catch this. One of my buddies, uh, Jeff is going to help us do a paintball extravaganza out in the wilderness up at the Conference and Retreat Center. Mm -hmm. That's Saturday, September 9th. We think it's going to be attended by all kinds of people. Uh, We're going to do our annual fundraising dinner on November 9th. And then next year in 2007, we're going to try a golf tournament. So those are a few of the fundraising events that we're doing. And really the bottom line is we ask, seek, and knock we rely upon God to bring in the pennies that we might engage in ministry to the differently abled. Hmm. We're a nonprofit, uh, and so we rely on folks uh, prompted to give to help other people. Just a reminder, friends, you can contact uh, Dave at Christian Braze at 524-7993. That's area code 209-524-7993. And Dave, uh, what about uh, some physical needs? Maybe give us one or two examples. You know, I'll give you two real quick, Michael. We need a used four-wheel drive truck to clear (laughs) snow from the driveway of our conference retreat center. It costs us 100 bucks a pop. We've got the snow plow. We just need the truck to attach it to. Mm-hmm. And then we, we need uh, two uh, Dell computers with accessories for the corporate office. Those are two quick needs that come to my mind that I think God will provide at some stage in the ballgame. Amen. Patty Zaski, uh, as we have about a minute left here, uh, again, would you just provide some words of encouragement for folks who may be listening today saying, Gee, I don't know that I want to let my kid go, and I don't oh. know about it. Just, just tell him that it was it's hard. okay. Yeah, I, it was, I will admit, seeing him sitting on that big old bus, <laughs> they they go up, you know, on the buses. Oh, yeah. But I'll tell you what, I knew he would be well cared for. Um, mm. I, and since that first time, it has been the highlight of his life mm. and mine because I know how much he enjoys it. But I do encourage those moms and dads to let go and. Um, let God <laughs> really um, minister to their child and to minister to them as parents mm-hmm. and knowing that their child is really well cared for, loved, well fed, well entertained <laughs> and um, given the gospel. Amen. Dave Shackelford, uh, longtime friend, partner in ministry. Thanks so much for being with us. Thank you, Michael. Great to have you back, and we'll have you back soon. And I'm get ready. an update on what's happening with Christian Berets again. Mm-hmm. Patty Zasky, so uh, so good Thank to see you. you again and to good have to you with you. us. And friends, again, we encourage you to uh, pray for and support Christian Berets. Again, their telephone number, 209-524-7993. For Lighthouse Live and Advancing Vibrant Communities, Mike Douglas here. Thanks for so much for joining us tonight. God bless you as you reach out to meet the needs of others in the name of Christ. Good night.